Hello, welcome to the GDA podcast, episode 3, match week 7. Now for the latest news. Uh, it was the FIFA Men's Awards this week, and Jurgen Klopp got the best manager of the year, and Messi got the best player of the year, and Megan Rapino got the best woman of the year. Alisson also got the best uh, FIFA Men's goalkeeper of the year. Uh, Liverpool are also in a court battle with their kit suppliers New Balance, amid uh, an announce of a club record deal with Nike. Um, their current kit suppliers have claimed they are uh, in a matching clause in contact that is due to expire at the end of the season. Uh, other news, Barcelona have been fined €300, Euros, only €300, Euros, for tapping up Antoine Griezmann while he was an Atletico Madrid player. Also, Manchester United played Rochdale this week and a 16-year-old Luke Matheson uh, scored against United and he's only 16 and he's just got his GCSEs and he took a psychology test the next day. So, yeah. Now it's time for goal of the week. My goal of the week was Kante against Liverpool. He was running in, like running inside and then um, gets it. I think Robertson tries to get him. He goes to the right, left of him, then goes to the right of Van Dijk and slots it in the top right corner. My goal of the week was Alexander-Arnold's for Liverpool against Chelsea. It was a free kick just on the edge of the box. Um, Mo Salah ran up to it, he backheeled it back to Alexander-Arnold and he just bends it into the top corner. My goal of the week was uh, Aaron Creswell against United. He took a shot from a free kick on the right-hand side of the pitch. Top right corner, easy. Match week seven, score predictions. The first game is half 12 on Saturday. Sheffield United versus Liverpool. Sheffield United have had an okay start to the season. Um, so I reckon a 2-1 win Liverpool. Uh, yeah, um, Liverpool have started very, very strongly. But then again, so have Sheffield United. And going to Sheffield is not very easy. So I'm going to go one all. I think Liverpool have got this in the bag. I think they're going to win 3-0. The next game is Crystal Palace versus Norwich at 3 o'clock. Um, Norwich have had a good start to the season, but uh, haven't got the points. I think they're about 17th or something. They're not, they're not very high. Um, but Pukki's been firing a ton of goals in for them, so I reckon they'll come away with a 2-0 victory. Uh, yeah, um, Crystal Palace haven't been scoring many goals, but they have been keeping a few clean sheets. But they're probably better away from home, so uh, I'm going to go 1-0 Norwich. I think Crystal Palace, just because I don't think Norwich will fare very well there. Next game is Aston Villa versus Burnley. Aston Villa have had a good start to the season. Uh, they did lose 3-2 to Arsenal last week. But I think they should have at least come away with a point. They went from 2-0 down to conceding three. But, yeah, it was a really good good match. Um, so, yeah, uh, Aston Villa have been playing all right this season. They've come with, uh, away with a few victories, but I uh, don't think they'll win. I think Villa can win 2-0 this week because I think last week we did... Very well. It's just crumbled in uh, the last part of the match. 
I, I think we were unlucky there. I think we can win this year. Bournemouth versus West Ham. West Ham um, beat United last week 2-0 with Aaron Creswell's uh, really good free kick, as um, Joe just said. Uh, so I reckon a 2-0 win for West Ham. Uh, yeah, uh, Bournemouth have been playing alright in some matches, but some matches they just uh, collapse. Um, West Ham have been playing, yeah, they're kind of the same as Bournemouth, so I'm going to go 1-0. I reckon a boring nil-nil draw. The next game is Wolves versus Watford. Watford lost 8-0 to Man City last week, <laughs> which wasn't very good. Um I don't think Flores will do it for them, so I reckon Wolves are at home at Molyneux, so I reckon they'll win 2-0. Uh, yeah, I think this is 19th versus 20th, so yeah, the bottom of the table. Um, I don't think Wolves have won yet, um, and I, yeah, Watford haven't either, so I don't think any of them will win again, so I think it's going to be 0-0. Uh, I don't think Wolves or Watford will score a goal for another week at least, so... Uh I think nil nil. The next game is Tottenham versus Southampton. Uh, Tottenham mid in midweek last week uh, can just let Olympiacos come back from a two nil. Uh, Tottenham were two nil up and Olympiacos just came back and drew to all. Uh, be just surely because I don't think Tottenham can cope with the pressure of being away in those type of atmospheres. But they're against Southampton, so I reckon a two nil win. Uh, yeah, um, Tottenham haven't been on the best form lately, but uh, neither have Southampton, who lost to Bournemouth last week 3-1, so I'm going to go 1-0 Tottenham. Harry Kane scored a penalty in the uh, 90th minute. Very precise. I reckon uh, Harry Kane's going to get a hat-trick this game. I just think he can do it. The next game is Chelsea versus Brighton. Chelsea, I think they should have got a point out of Liverpool last week, because... I don't think Liverpool played particularly well. Chelsea dominated them. Uh, so I reckon Chelsea will win 2-1. Uh, yeah, Chelsea weren't on the best of form at the start, but now they're like getting better, beating, I think it was Grimsby, 7-1 at home. and um, I mean, Grimsby aren't very good, are they? Yeah, but it's, it's still seven goals. Uh, and Zuma got on the score sheet as well. So, um, so basically Chelsea's youth team. Yeah. Uh, Tammy Abraham, Mason Mount and Tomori all stepping up so I'm going to say 2-0 Chelsea over Brighton Yeah I think with Tammy Abraham I reckon they can win 3-0 I'm actually going to change my prediction because Tammy Abraham has been on fire at the moment so I reckon 4-1 Chelsea The next game is at the half 5 kickoff with Everton versus Man City uh, off the back of that 8-0 thrashing of Watford City can do anything really and I don't think Everton will cope at the back so I reckon a 4-0 win for City um, Yeah, Everton haven't been on the best of form losing at home to Sheffield United um, but then again City only did only score 3 goals against Derby and they scored 8 goals against Watford so I'm going to go 4-0 Everton Yeah, with the 2-0 uh, loss. That sense, by the way. 4-0 <laughs> to Everton. <laughs> with the 2-0 loss. Keen hat-trick. 
with the 2 0 loss last week, um, and Man City's crushing victory against Watford, I reckon Everton are going to lose 5 0. What are you going to say, Alex, to that? Um, you can tell he's a Villa fan. <laughs> the next game is on the Sunday, which is Leicester versus Newcastle at the King Power Stadium at half four. Leicester won against Tottenham last week, uh, 2-1, with Madison scoring late on. Um, so I reckon 3-0 win Leicester. Uh, uh, yeah, Leicester have been playing quite well. Got a bit lucky against Tottenham, I think, uh, winning at home. And I think it's two very boring managers. Um, but I think whoever's the least boring will win, and I think that's going to be Leicester 1-0. So you're saying... Brendan Rodgers is boring as a person or the way he plays? Uh, the way he plays. Uh, and as a person, because if you listen to him, uh, to him in a press conference, you can only stay there for more, uh, less than five, uh, 10 seconds. So For me, really Brendan Rodgers' style of play is like Guardiola, but just a bit worse. So yeah. Well, uh, it's just pump it up long to Jamie Vardy and let him run at the defenders. <laughs> and then pass to Madison sometimes. <laughs> okay. Uh, Joe, what's your prediction for that match? Uh, I think 2-0 Leicester, just because. The next game is the Monday night football game with, at 8 o'clock, which is United versus Arsenal. Some people might say Banter FC, but others might say differ. Um, which one? <laughs> Arsenal, of course. Oh. Um, the United have had a shaky start to the season. Uh, that West Ham uh, match last week, I don't think they put t- a lot of effort in, but Rashford did quite put a lot of effort in, but just got injured because of the amount of running he's had to do since uh, UEFA Nations League for England, and he's just not stopped since. So I reckon uh, United will bounce back, so I reckon a 2-1 win United. Uh, yeah, well, it's, n- it's two teams that aren't on the best of form, um, but I think... Arsenal, even though they're not on very good form, they're still beating teams at home like Aston Villa and stuff. So I think it'll be a 1-1 one, one draw because it's at Old Trafford. What, are you saying it's dead there? No, I'm saying the atmosphere is good, which will mean that Arsenal won't win. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure about the atmosphere, but um, I still think Man United can do this. So it was the Carabao Cup this week. Um, some of the the big Premier League teams came in, uh, such as Tottenham, Liverpool, Man United, and there were some surprises like Colchester beating Tottenham on penalties four three. How do you lose to Colchester, who are in League One? I think it's just League not two. possible, is it? Uh, and West Ham losing four nil to Oxford United. Like they were they were playing quite a strong team as well. They've just beaten United and now they lose to Oxford United. It's just, I don't get it. Uh, there's also another Premier League team out um, in Sheffield United losing 1-0 at home to Sunderland. And there's also another one out to Burton. Uh, is Bournemouth. Uh, they played and they had 26 minutes of added time because of floodlight failure three times. Um, and also United scraped through against Rochdale. Um Drawing one all after 90 minutes and winning 5-3 on penalties. Now it's time for the podcast where we do the debate. 
this week we're talking about a uh, City versus Watford, how they did eight one eight nil. But is it more exciting to watch a team batter a team like that, or is it more exciting to watch a team who just edge a win? What do you think, Alex? Uh, well, I think if if you're a, a fan of a club like City, who are just dominant because of their money, then it it's not exciting at all watching them. You see it in other leagues, like PSG won, I think, 9-0 versus Reigns or something last season. And if you're going to a football match like in a competitive division and watching your team win by six or seven goals, like it's it's just not proper football. Um, well, I think it, well the PSG is uh, their league earn or one. Uh, that's basically a farmers league really because it's just literally only them and Monaco pop up sometimes and sometimes win it. Um, but uh, yeah. Joe, what do you think? I don't think that many of City's fans are like actually supporters. I just think the moment City got money, well, it's a big stereotype, but I I think it is true that people just follow City for the fame. What do you think about um, if you're supporting a team who just edge it? What do you think about that? Do you think it's better than watching City beat somebody like eight 0 yeah, it is more exciting because when you get a goal against a team that would like that you'd expect to draw to nil nil, I think that's the most exciting feeling in the world. Yeah, I, I remember a few times like last season we beat Burnley and Man United both by four goals, and I remember feeling happier. Uh, when we beat Wolves 3-2 after winning twice and then conceding and scoring in like the 80th minute, I felt happier that we won then than when we won fo- like by four goals. Surely beating United must be the greatest achievement in your club. I mean, nine, 1995 you last won something. So a 4-0 win of United, that's like your, you've put that in your history books. Yeah, but everyone does that nowadays. Like It's not hard to beat United. We saw it last week. An average West Ham side thrashing a Man United that have spent eighty million on a centre back, fifty million on a right back. Uh, yeah, it's just. Well, that United team is on a rebuild at the moment. I know we did play a uh, Championship quality because some of our players just didn't try, but we are rebuilding at the moment, so it's going to take a couple of years, at least two years. Yeah. Um I think Everton are just taking every goal they can get at the moment. I like. I agree. Yeah, they're, they're not doing amazing. <laughs> Two 0 at home against Villa was it? Was it? No, we're away. Thank you. Oh, okay, away then. And how many teams do you know that? How many teams do you know that go to Villa Park and keep a clean sheet for more than forty minutes? Uh, Everton, that's who. Um, no, I don't think that's true. I'm sure somebody. I'm sh- well, I mean, they lost 2-0 to Sheffield United, so what does that say? Oh, if if you see, like, we, how many shots we had. I think we had 16 shots and three on target. They had two shots, one on target, and they scored two goals. They're just clinical, though, aren't they, really? Well, when when you have managers who like attacking, but they teach you how to go forward and then don't teach you what to do when you get in the box, and it's just like that. And if if you're a defensive manager like um, whatever his name is, 
uh, Chris Wilder. He like, plays like overlapping centre backs though in his formation, so I don't know if that's completely defensive. But he plays five at the back, and then when he's against teams like us, he plays five at the back, and then when you're going forward, he just goes, "No, we'll go seven up front, please." And then when you got slow centre backs like Michael Keane and Yerry Mina, and they're trying to defend against our like their team, they have just Robinson got and McBurney, yeah, really quick. Yeah, and they just run up the pitch, and then you're trying to defend against them. It's just impossible, to be honest. I mean, Mina did score an own goal, didn't he? Yeah, but it it was a corner. It came off his um, side, and then it went in. It wasn't really his fault. Then the second goal, it was kind of Pickford's fault. So. Alright, okay. Let's get back onto the debate. Um, <laughs> I think uh, I agree with both of them. I think if you batter a team eight 0 it's just gonna get a bit. Oh, I feel sorry for you now, really. Uh, like I think it, in the FA Cup, it was six 0 and um, City won. And at five 0 I saw some of the fans, and they were just—they weren't even happy anymore. They were just—they weren't sad. They weren't happy. They were just a bit bored. It looked like really. So I reckon um, it's—I would prefer to get like a just edge a win by in the last minute, like United used to do with Solskjaer as an example. Uh, well, I also think that losing by a big amount to a big team. Uh, it can bring like the best out of you in football because I remember Watford got into the um, the FA Cup final and they were losing five nil and then all their fans started like singing and it was quite a good moment as well because you could see there's like it football's more than a score as well so yeah. Breaking news: Sissoko has just signed a new deal for Spurs. Now we're going to talk about Arsenal's captaincy. Uh, they've got five current ones up. The players up for grabs to take it. So Xhaka, Aubameyang, I think Rob Holden's one of them, and there's I can't remember the two others. Uh, but I think Aubameyang should take it because he's leading from the front, scoring all the goals and giving the team a positive impact. And you see him on like some YouTube videos sometimes doing like um, stuff with Lacazette, and he's just he's got a very positive. Uh, demeanour about him so I think he should be the captain uh, well yeah there is some um, like very role modelly figures at Arsenal such as David Luiz, Granit Xhaka uh, Aubameyang but I personally think it should go to one of the young players like Holding or like um, like uh, Bellerin or someone because he's used to be young but uh, you see other teams making young players captain like Tom Davis he was 17 and he was Everton's captain and we actually played quite well while, while he was captain um, and you see other teams now making young players who have more passion than the old players who are just like slagging everyone off and like it, it's probably better for the team to have a younger player as captain than an older player like David Luiz or Granit Xhaka Axel Twanzebe did lead United out against Rochdale as well, so that's good for his confidence. Joe, what's your opinion? Well, um, I think Mustafi should be captain. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> On the absolute cracker that Joe's uh, said about the Arsenal captain, that's the end of the GDA podcast, episode three, match week seven. Hope you have a good weekend. Hope your t- football teams win. If you are going to any matches, make sure you uh, send us on Instagram. 
make sure to go and check out our Instagram and YouTube and subscribe and hopefully have a good weekend.